Are you a fanatic? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Fanatic Life Podcast. Here are your hosts, John Gunter and Jamie Tipton. And you know, that's going to implicate me somehow. You know? Hey, hey, everybody. This is John Gunter, and thank you for listening to the Fanatic Life Podcast. Again, with me this week, Jamie Tipton and... Again, we appreciate you, the listener, being a part of our community. If you'd like to look us up on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Fanatic Life Podcast. Who knows what we'll cover at any given time. It's all about what, we, uh, what we're enjoying uh, at the time and, and also what we'd like to pass on to you for maybe you to check out and enjoy as well. Jamie, I talked last time about kind of getting, in, getting into some hot teas, and I have one right in front of me right now. Not as loud as that that can you've been banging around over there, but I have a spice dragon chai tea with cinnamon in it. I'm telling you, man, you got to get into those. Forget forget your Mountain Dew, your Sam's Cola, or whatever you have. You need to get in some hot teas. Um, I uh, I'll tell you, I found out that I need to be drinking a lot less sugar, and so uh, a company called Da Vinci actually makes a bunch of sugar free syrups. You can get them at like Sam's and I think even Walmart online, places like that. So I got a cinnamon for this. It is out of this world. And also they make a vanilla. And if you want to add some vanilla to a Coke, man, it's wonderful. So what's been going on in your world, man? Same old, same old. Work, school, family. Work, school, and family. Yeah, it's uh, hard to find time to to get down and um, get set up and do these these podcasts. But uh, appreciate you guys listening as we as we try to work through it. I um uh, I was going to say, man, I, I've kind of been, you know, I've been swamped already as well as, you know, the new semester's begun, but I was going to ask you if, if you've had a time to, to watch anything, I have actually been going back and watching, you ever watch the show forensic files? I think it had a different name for a while, but, um, I, uh, I'm sure if you haven't watched that specific show, you've watched stuff like it and I don't have a lot of downtime, but when I do have, when I, you know, actually take some time. I keep going on that. And so I know everything about, you know, people trying to poison their spouse and all this good stuff. And I'm sure in some way that, you know, that's going to implicate me somehow, you know, that, oh yeah, he watched a bunch of, you know, forensic files and, and now this gruesome thing has happened, but I'll tell you what, man, it's, it's something about it. Something about watching, watching a show about people who are just so deranged that I, I can't take my eyes off of. I watched, um, and I know a lot of people have watched the, uh, what they call it, the Ted Bundy files or it was something, it was something about Ted, Ted Bundy, Bundy tapes. Yeah. 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 There you go. On the Ted Bundy tapes and the, the series that's on Netflix. Yes. I, I bet I've watched that. I know I've watched it twice cause I watched it with me and then I, I talked my wife into watching it, but I don't know what it is about those, man, but I'm just interested <laughs> in how someone can do something like that and have like no remorse like they look, look at those psychopaths. I just don't understand it. Luckily, you know, I'm not, I'm not wired that way. Thank goodness. But, uh, it's hard to, hard to take my, my eyes off of that. I actually was kidding my wife earlier because I've, I've watched, I've watched, uh, several forensic files where, you know, a wife tried to kill her husband with, um, antifreeze. And actually, I, I guess it was because of, uh, you know, kind of what was happening there, but, uh, you know, and people, using it for, for things like that, things for like murder, but they actually had to put a bittering agent in antifreeze 
just so people would know that can't be drinking it because it was like tasteless. So I could put it in your, in your Coke you're drinking right now and you wouldn't even know it and then end up in the hospital dying. And so, man, I know that's a, a sick, twisted way to start, but that's, that's where I've been in my free time lately is, is shows around, around those things. And I'll tell you one that was kind of around the Ted Bundy thing was one on Netflix that, you know, I always pay attention to what's popular right now. You know, Netflix has that at, at the top. And uh, the one that was uh, popular was Night Stalker. And that was uh, Richard Ramirez. And I did not know who he was. The only reference I had had to Richard Ramirez <clears throat> was one I didn't know. You know, it didn't didn't connect any dots for me. Do you remember, you remember watching Joe Dirt? You know, that, that came out back in 01. That was, that was when we were graduating high school. But Joe Dirt's got this part in the movie. I, I, I believe it's. I believe it's Deerte. Deerte. Yeah, Joe Deerte. But I believe that's the proper pr- pronunciation. I don't think so. Yeah, Deerte. But yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was one of the funniest parts for me of the movie. I still remember it this many years later. But but he, you know, he's trying to find his family and he goes to a police sketch artist and he said, you know, my my mom came out too butch and my dad came out looking like Father Time. And the two sketches that he used his dad absolutely looked like father time even had a, uh, uh, Oh, what do you call it? A, uh, Oh, I can't think of it. Were you in just like the, the sand time or whatever beside it? And yeah, the hourglass. hourglass. Yeah. I can't even think of it, but uh, I had the hourglass by it. It had these, I had this long white hair, but his mom, he said, came out looking too much like the night stalker, Richard Ramirez. And I, I did not put that together. I didn't know who it was or anything like that, but, in the, in the artist sketch, he's like holding up his hand. He's got like the, the pentagram, like the satanic sign, you know, the pentagram. And that's, that's what the sketch artist thought of what his mom would look like. And I thought it was funny, even not knowing who that was. And now it's like funny, but really twisted as well. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with that. But, uh, but that was a, that was a very interesting show as, as well. But, uh, you had any time to, since Christmas to, to kind of catch up on anything or start anything new? Uh, not just a whole lot. Uh, I did start WandaVision. I've watched the first couple episodes of that. I know there's a third one out now. Probably by the time we this recording gets up, there'll be a fourth one out. Um, but yeah, kind of an interesting premise. Uh, doesn't, don't really know what's quite what's happening. But uh, it it looks like it's it's going to be some some twists and turns in it. Well, that's uh, I'm glad you said you'd started that. I I I have been looking forward to it, but I haven't started it yet. And so I, I'm so glad that they uh, you know have the same actors and everything. And uh, one thing I'd read recently was uh, they were promising that there were going to be a lot of layers uh, to that show. And so I, I've just kind of waited. I did the same thing with Mandalorian, which is which is something. Have you seen all of Mandalorian yet? You have, haven't you? Yes. Okay. And, and so that was kind of, you know, they kind of released that an episode at a time as well. And I just waited till it was all out and uh, for, for season two. And that was fantastic. This is the way. Yeah, this is the way. Absolutely. And, um, and I've, I've kind of been, you know, you know, w- wondering if I should go ahead and start WandaVision or, or let, let several come out because I don't know, you know, go, <laughs> going from what we grew up with, you know, normal television, no DVR to now we can you know binge things it's man it's tough for me to watch one episode every week or whatever and not have an option to watch the next one so 
I don't know. Right. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, that, that, that was that was a tough thing growing up, you know, having to wait, you know, a week at a time to watch your favorite show. And man, if, if there was something else going on then, man, it was just like, oh, we got to hurry up and get home or, you know, we're going to miss the first, you know, first little bit of the show and not going to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a real deal. I mean, that <laughs> that's what, uh, you know, talking to my kids about stuff trying to explain how you had to be, you know, in the room at the right time and all that, that is so foreign to them. It's, it's funny, you know, because like every time I, every time I tell my son something like that, or, Hey, we used to have the, the phone had to be connected to the wall. And he looks at me like, you know, I'm as old as Abraham, you know, and, and I, you know, he will ask a question that makes it, you know, clear that he thinks I grew up in the stone age, you know, that type of thing. And so, I am, I'm really glad that stuff is foreign to us now. Uh, but, uh, as far, as far as how that went, you know, there are some things that, you know, because we, I, I don't know, we, we could be so tied to the television either way, but, but then you had to be there. Like you said, if, if you wanted to, to see it, you needed to be there or, you know, have your, your VCR rolling and hope, hope you set it up. Right. But right. I was going to say, hopefully you had it programmed. Correct. Exactly. Well, did you, um, did you watch the Mandalorian one week at a time or did you wait till some of it was out or how'd you do that? Uh, a little of both. Um, I think there was like two or three episodes already out when I was able to watch it. So I, you know, binge watched a few episodes and then a couple of weeks, you know, it was like watching every week and then kind of going back and forth between binge watching, you know, a couple episodes at a time and then watching week by week. Of course, Mandalorian's only eight episodes, mm-hmm. so it's it's a quick binge watch if you're binge watching it. Yeah, that's what I had more downtime over the over the winter, you know, between semesters, so I was able to watch it then. But I'll tell you, man, I really enjoyed that. I, I hope if you're if you're interested in Star Wars at all, even if you're not, even if you're like, you know, I don't I haven't been I haven't been up to date on you know all the movies or anything, which is where I am. By the way, uh, it is still a really good watch, and it is still there's some things you know even in uh, especially in season two that will will come out and you go, oh yeah, that's a big deal right there. Even even though you may not be up to date on on all the stuff, so uh, I'll tell you the only thing I didn't like about Mandalorian Netflix when they you know every show has the ability to skip the, you know, the beginning. If you skip the beginning when you're allowed to on, on Mandalorian, you skip like less than 10 seconds or something. It's something ridiculously small, but every episode ends with like, I don't know, seven minutes of, of credits or something like that. It is super long. And the only thing I'll say about that is, is you can, you can uh, get tired of that. And I do, you know, I'm like, Hey, come on, let's get to the next one. But the very last episode of season two actually has something, you know, Marvel style at the end, you know, you have to sit through the credits. So don't skip past that. You'll want to see that if you, if you're watching Mandalorian, but yeah, that's the only thing is like a ridiculously small skip at the beginning and then a ridiculously long wait through the credits at the end, which is very artistic. And some of it's really cool to watch, but you know, if you're trying to binge it or whatever, it's like, eh, let's, let's get to the next thing. One division is kind of in that same realm, like the end credits 
no joke, are probably like 10 minutes long, it seems like. It's crazy. You know, and especially given how long an episode is, it's like, why Why do we need this, you know, this long? Yeah, I think one divisions are only like 30 minute episodes. And wow. So, yeah, it's, but I mean, a lot of, a lot of effects and stuff like that. So got to give credit to everybody. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know what the payoff is for them. If the, if that's something they just take to their next job, you know, re, uh, resume, put on the resume and, you know, next job application or say, Hey, look at minute, you know, whatever <laughs> I did that, <laughs> you know, there's my name. Episode three at 36 minutes, you will see my name scroll down the screen. Yeah, exactly. Well, let me, uh, let me ask you this because I think you're a bigger star Wars uh, fan than me. And if I'm, if I was thinking ahead, I would have had a buddy of mine on who's a, uh, a really big Star Wars fan, but um, what I mean, what did you think? I don't want to talk about what happened in the Mandalorian because I think it's a little too soon yet. Uh, because I want people to have a have a chance to to listen or to listen, yeah, to listen to this, but to to watch the Mandalorian. But uh, what what do you think of it overall? Oh, I'm I'm a big fan of it. It's uh, you know, like you said, it's it's a standalone story where you don't really have to know exactly what's going on um, to know what's going on. Um, yeah. You can kind of so, just I mean, enjoy the story as it is. I mean, you don't, I didn't have you, to, I didn't have to have a, a ton of, of background information. Now, some of the things that happen, I, I would say that uh, it, it does help if you know a little bit, but you didn't have to, you don't have to be right. a plugged in, you know, all out star Wars, you know, uh, you know, geeking out on it or anything to, to really enjoy the show. Right. I mean, cause it takes aspects from the movies. Then it also takes aspects from, you know, the clone wars, uh, animated series that was on like cartoon network for six, seven years. Uh, it's also on Disney plus they did a, an actual final final season for it uh and i would say i i haven't watched a second of that either i haven't i haven't watched a second of clone wars but um that's where the uh the ahsoka character Mm, that's okay where she is in and you know rosario rosario dawson you know perfect person to play ahsoka Uh, i mean she's got the look the attitude i mean it's they did a good job casting that. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, the, like, whole, the whole series anyway, they've, they've done a good job casting that. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't have that information at all, but I was, I was uh, very appreciative of her, her work there. Cause she, like you said, she did a fantastic job. She fit the role. Uh, she fit what was going on, you know, the context of everything. And so not even having that information, I was like, oh, this is fantastic. I mean, they just, you knew she was important when she walked oh yeah when she came on screen exactly yeah you knew you absolutely knew that's right that's a good way to good way to put it yeah i man i i don't know i was i was sucked into that thing from you know season one i really enjoyed and and like i said i I was watching it because i kept hearing people say oh this is really good and i thought well you know my fear was again i didn't have the background knowledge but you don't have to so Hey, jump in and just enjoy that story. And, and I, I believe you will. Plus baby Yoda, <laughs> Grogu, uh, my, even my kids, you know, <laughs> even my kids, I don't, I don't even know how they know about 
Grogu or Baby Yoda, but um, you know they're going around the house talking about Baby Yoda, and so he's everywhere. Exactly. So he's just he's just around. But um, but yeah, that's a that's a fantastic character. I don't know how you get one of those. You have to have a Mandalorian deliver it, or you know whatever. But uh, I, I would like to like to have one if I could. I, I I know a guy who knows a guy, so I'll see if I can get mm-hmm. you know have our people talk to your people, you know, type thing. Right. All right. Well, is there anything else that you've uh, that's come across you as, as new lately, or, or anything like that? And you mentioned Wandavision. Uh, I know the Falcon and Winter Soldier is actually fixing to come out, and that that's that's another one I'm really excited for. Um, just the continuation of that story with, you know, Sam Wilson, Bucky Barnes, kind of Sam taking over the Captain America mantle. I'm, I'm excited to see that. And then also with like, you know, spin off the Mandalorian, you know, Disney has announced there's, I can't, I can't remember the exact, I think it's like 11 more star wars like series they're going they're that are in the works now oh wow yeah i mean if they if they will do them like they have done the mandalorian i mean they're just going to print money i'm sure i'm sure those even the flops you know the movies that have been terrible uh have just printed money but uh if they if they if they keep producing things like they did with the mandalorian they're they're just set up that's that's all there is to it is that that was just good they, they just need just need to give the keys to uh, John Favreau and just just let, let him drive. Well, that may be the that may be the the case for it. I don't know. Uh, you know, that's I don't know. I, I don't have a lot coming out that I, I have been looking forward to. Of course, this this whole year has been messed up with you know when things are supposed to come out, and and I haven't even I've been th- so thrown off by everything that I don't even know when everything's <laughs> coming out. But uh, except for like I said, WandaVision, um, and and I've mentioned before, I think that. You know, the uh, the Netflix series that I was uh, enjoying so much because it was a um, just a, a, a remake to a movie or not a remake, but a, an addition to a movie I used to like, Dark Crystal. They came out with a you know kind of a prequel season for that. And, and actually, Netflix is not going to renew it, though. it I mean, it, it won, you know, uh, some awards and, and all, all kinds of things like that. And so uh, that was something I was really hoping, hoping would happen. But. I, uh, you know, a lot of things, uh, you know, a lot of things that I watch and, and like just, I don't know, have been set back by, by COVID. So I'm just, I'm just waiting, you know, to, to get on Netflix and, <clears throat> excuse me, and see that, Hey, this new season's available. I don't know. But one of these days, some of them will, it seems like it's been you know a couple of years on, on, on certain things, but. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, I just pulled it up. March 19th, I believe, is the uh, release date for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Another series I, I've, I've been binge watched, which I know I've, I spoke about it one of our previous episodes, but uh, was uh, Cobra Kai on Netflix. That's I still have not watched that. I need to. You're not the only person that's told me not, you need to watch this, but I, I've got to do it. it. It's not necessarily family friendly, uh, but it, it's an interesting aspect. You know, basically, it 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 paints. You know, it kind of takes builds off the Karate Kid, where you know, you have the good guy versus the bad guy. Now it's more of instead of that cut and dry, there's more shades of gray. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I got you. Well, I was uh, I was sitting here thinking. I was like, what else is is uh, is coming out or, or should be coming out? And one of those things is uh, is Stranger Things. I've been I've been yes. wanting that for a while. I don't even know when it's coming out. I need to look look that up real quick. But uh, I, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for that too. Uh, when does it come out? Right. It's, yeah. This is uh, I know this is riveting podcasting right here. I don't see it. Not yet released or not yet announced a release date. Wonderful. Right. Yeah, that's you know that's the kind of thing that's right <laughs> up my alley. My, my wife accuses me of watching all these you know kind of dark things and <clears throat> and whatever, but uh, but I do. I like some a little bit of suspenseful things, and I'm always looking for a scary movie. So if you have any any, any scary movie recommendations, I'd love to love to hear those. But uh, I've I've tried to exhaust everything on you know Netflix that I could that seemed halfway decent. There's several, you know, there's several things that I watched that I got to the end of it. And I thought, what an absolutely <laughs> catastrophic waste of time that was. I I'm telling you, man, right. some of those, some of those things will, will set it up. And they'll even, what gets me is a lot of those things will be like award winning. And so it's like, Oh yeah, this won this award. And, and so I watch, I watch the show and, and, the ones that get me the most are the ones that you get to the end and you feel like nothing has, has been resolved at least to your satisfaction. It's like, why did, why did I just sit here for this? Like I'm more confused right now than I was the beginning of this thing. And so, man, those, those take me off. It's like, man, I can't get that, those, that hour and a half or two hours or whatever it was back, you know, in my life. Right. Now, have have you watched The Witcher? Yeah, yeah, I watched. I watched. Okay. Uh, okay. Now that was a couple. Of, that was several years ago, wasn't it? Uh, when was that out? Well, I mean, with COVID and everything, it makes it feel like it was. Yeah, and maybe that's. I, the think it was, I think it was in the past year. I'm pretty sure it was in the past year. Was it? Okay. I remember. I I remember watching it. Okay, it's know, 2019. You know, and the. Yeah, 2019. So we're is December, December well, I think, 2019. I think, I think it was the. Yeah, I was thinking it was the end of 2019. Yeah. yeah. Still relevant. Mm-hmm. Well, and you had a good cast. You know, you had you had uh, uh, oh, what's his name for you know played Superman and everything. Um, uh, Henry yeah. Cavill. And and just uh, yeah, if you can keep a good cast, and that's what again what I appreciated about you know wandavision coming out if that if they would have used anyone else i wouldn't be that excited about it i mean I, i'd probably still watch or, or at least give it a shot but since they're keeping uh, uh the same cast i'm like yeah I, i'm gonna have to watch that but, right. but yeah i do i i've got a friend of mine who pre-covid uh she was a, she was always saying hey we've got to get together and watch scary movies like there's like three families and she likes scary movies, but her husband doesn't. And uh, I like scary movies, but my wife doesn't. And then another, I think he likes scary movies and his wife doesn't. So it's like, <laughs> it's just a mixture of, you know, who likes scary movies. Like we need to, they can watch this in the other room and we can watch scary movies in this room you know, or something like that. Or we even talked about like doing a live chat and we all started at the same time. You know, we that way we can be in our own homes and do all that, and so a watch along, yeah, a watch along exactly. And so you know, we, we're just uh, whatever we can do, 
And I'll just be honest with you. I cheat. You know, if it, if I believe they're going to try and do one of those gotcha moments, I will turn the volume down. I don't know. I, I, I'm that petty. Don't, don't, don't be jumping out and scared of me. Okay. I will mute that. I will, you know, <laughs> I will do something. You're not going to get me, Mr. Mask Man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh-uh. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Pennywise, you just sit, you just sit back in there in that hole. But, uh, and actually that's, that's something I need to watch as well as, uh, uh, is the new, the second it movie. I haven't seen it yet. And actually I don't even know where I could get it. I probably have to rent it, but, uh, but yeah. Hey, if anybody, anybody listening to this has some good, uh, um, good recommendations for scary movie, I'd love to love to hear those. I even, I even watch some suspenseful things on Netflix, you know, in other languages with subtitles. I really did that uh, several years ago. I would just, you know, especially when I'd have some time, I would just give something a shot. And some of those things that, you know, didn't have a lick of English, you know, having to pay attention to subtitles the whole time were really good. And, uh, and so oh, yeah. I, I'm pretty open to what I'll, you know, try on that as long as it's not, you know, too, too vulgar or anything, but, uh, uh but yeah, I, uh, I, I'd certainly take some recommendations on that. Do you have any recommendations, any, any scary movies you like, or do you like scary movies? I'm not a big fan of scary movies. Uh, See, you just you no, haven't I mean, played I, with the I, volume. I, that's why. Uh, I, I like some. I like a little bit of suspense in my movies, but like, you know, like the the Saw movies where it's gory just to be gory. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's eh, too much okay. over the top. No, I mean the the first Saw movie. I will give it credit. It was it was an interesting uh, concept. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oh, okay, this is kind of kind of weird kind of but i mean made you think yeah but you know everything after that i was just kind of like yeah they're 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 doing the same thing over and over Mm -hmm. so you know kind of kind of played out right yeah you want something uh, but like you know you want a new a new way that people hurt others freddy krueger the jason movies i'm just not a fan of well now i'm not either actually of those and it, it for me it comes down to and I know this is going to sound sound weird, you know, talking about some of these these shows, but how believable is it? And my biggest thing with like Freddie and Jason are their ability to is their ability to catch up to a sprinting person while they themselves are walking. <laughs> it's like, come on, you know, they 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 sprinted for two hundred yards, they fall down for a second, and you're on them though you've been walking. And so it, for me, some of that stuff is just. You know, if you just make it a little more like believable, I would, I would be, be in there. Even, even with the, uh, the scary movies that, uh, uh, you know, whether it be ghosts or whatever, just, just, you know, it, as long as your, your plot is solid, you know, I get it. You know, we can poke holes in all kinds of different plots, but you know, as long as you'll, you'll stick to that, don't deviate from it at least, you know, and, and allow me to, to look and say, man, that, that doesn't even make sense, you know, because of this or whatever. And so, uh, I've never, you know, even though I like scary movies, that's not my kind of scary movie. I, I don't, I don't care to see, see any of that. I, I will admit when I was a child, Freddy Krueger scared the crap out of me. Oh yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> well, like I said, my favorite show is Dark Crystal and that, you know, that's all puppets and it scared the crap out of me. I remember watching from behind the couch, you know, I'm sure it was a, a floral pattern couch, you know, very dated, <laughs> but you know, I was watching behind our couch at, at mom's house, you know, to, uh, uh, to watch even that. And so I'm, I'm heck, I'm, I'm sure if 
Yeah. I'm sure if I watched anything you're like what? that as a, you know, as a kid, it was probably at your house. So, you know, I don't, I don't know where we'd have been. You're, you're probably what, you're probably what, 17, 18 when you first watched Dark Pistol? Yeah. yeah. His last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scared to death. Had to, had to put on an adult Your diaper. Like, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm watching Dark, Dark Crystal. I got I to gotta camp out behind the couch. Can we turn out? Can we turn on some more lights? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, man, I, and I hate that too, because, uh, um, you know, now, now having young boys, it's, it's like, okay, well, I can't watch anything scary around them because, you know, even, uh, we, we watched, uh, over the last, I don't know how long, uh, it's been several months, but we watched a bunch of, uh, well, actually we ended up finishing uh, the Family Matters uh, series. And so I was able to get back, you know, that was kind of, <laughs> that was kind of some uh, right. nostalgia for me. Uh, but to watch my kids love it, you know, it was great. But anyway, you know, they have a Halloween episode where they have a, a Steve doll. It's like steve That's the name of it. Evil Steve, basically. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at some point it's just a doll and some, and others, you can see it's like a little toddler with a mask. And my kids were scared to death of that. Thing. <laughs> you know, the, that thing was, was creepy to them. And so, you know, we're trying to avoid the bad dreams and, and all of that stuff. And so last night, last night, actually, I, I just finished up, finished up some schoolwork late and, uh, my, my four-year-old comes in and, um, I mean, it was, it was pretty late. And he said, uh, he said he had a bad dream. And so he crawled up my lap and I said, well, what happened? You know? And, uh, he was describing, he said there was a, uh, a snowman in the yard and he was, he was evil. He was a bad, a bad snowman. And so I'm like, I, I don't know where that came from. You know, that wasn't anything we watched, but, uh, but he was upset. And so we had a, a discussion about, all right, well, how he said, well, uh, how does a dream go away? I said, you just wake up. So, so it goes away when you wake up. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, how's the dream go away? It's like, now you're awake. It's gone now, you know? And so I'm, I'm always, you know, like conscious of, uh, uh, of, of what the boys are, are, are able to see or anything like, like that. So I'm usually, usually waiting till they go to bed to, to watch anything scary. But, uh, I do, I do like to like to watch those. So I don't know. It, you know, what do you normally kind of, what you said you like some suspense, but, uh, what, what, what's your genre to, you know, you go to and like, this is what I want to watch. Sci-fi fantasy action adventure. That's normally my, that's where I go to. Okay. Most of the time. Yeah. Good comedy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I like, you know, and I like some, uh, I like a good comedy, you know, it's, uh, it seems like they're hard to find you know, especially on like Netflix or something. I don't know if I've exhausted them or just not looking in the right place. Cause it seems like, you know, I've either watched the good ones and the ones I try are just absolutely stupid, you know? And sometimes I'm, right. I'm in the mood for something stupid, but, uh, Oh yeah. But yeah, I'm just kind of all over there. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a show I really enjoyed once I got into it was, uh, or is Brooklyn nine, nine. You ever watch that show? Oh yeah. Jake Peralta. Yeah, man. I, 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 I kind of got into that in one of those, um, one of those times in our lives, we, we just, you know, we kind of rewatched the office for forever. And, uh, and of course now you know, Netflix doesn't have any more. It's on uh, the Peacock network for NBC, but, um, right. but it was one of those times where we had just watched the office and like, Oh, we need to watch something else. And so, um, Katie and I started that and man, that was funny. They, they've just, I thought that was really well written 
you know, especially, especially early seasons with, uh, I loved Gina, uh, Gina on there was, was fantastic. And, um, uh, what's captain's name? I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Captain Holt. Yeah. Captain Holt. Oh my goodness. That dude is hilarious. <laughs> I am devastated. And everything he does is, is just a straight face, you know, <laughs> right. Can't you see? I'm excited. Can't you see? The, the stuff. Yeah. The stuff he says, it just has me rolling. Of course, I, I kind of like some dry humor as well. And so right. between Jake Peralta and, you know, and Captain Holt, it's, uh, it's really good. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And, and then and sprinkling some Terry Crews. Yes. Yeah. But, and that's, and that's what I, and, and Charles Boyle, you know, you, you just had, yeah. To me, different, different styles of humor in, in all of those, all of those people. And so that just rounded it out for me. And I read that Gina actually wasn't on the show uh, and people, they never really said, but you know, it was a, um, you know, people thought that it was because of like budget, is- budget issues and things like that. And, and so she, she left on good terms, but you know, they're, they canceled Brooklyn nine, nine for a little while and then brought it back. And that's when, when she left, but. I just, I just loved her, uh, her, her character there. Did you know that she was married to, um, I don't remember if it's key or peel, but one, one of those, one of those, yeah. um, I did not know that, <laughs> but, uh, that's a, that's a good show. And that that's one of, that's the one show that I was kind of like, Oh, this is odd. That and last man standing, you know, both were canceled and then picked up by another network. Mm, okay. And what is funny is like Universal Studios, which is owned by NBC, made Brooklyn Nine Nine, and it was on Fox. Mm, okay, got canceled. NBC picked it up, and then like the same with like Last Man Standing. I think it was made like Fox made it, and then like it was on I think ABC. Then ABC canceled it and Fox picked it up. So it's, it's kind of a weird, you know, how some of that works. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad they've glad they've done it. And that's, that's been the case for some, some shows over, uh, uh, well, over my lifetime, you know, where it's almost like they come out before their time and they get canceled and then they stay on longer after the cancellation than they, you know, um, than they did before. Well, it was family guy. Yeah. Family guy was the first one that, I remember that. Really yeah. comes to mind. They made like two seasons and it was like a flop. But then Cartoon Network picked it up and started, you know, in syndication, playing it on their Adult Swim program. And like, and I even think Futurama was the same way with like Comedy Central. It was like more episodes were made because the popularity of these shows grew while they were in syndication. Mm hmm. Yeah, I know. I know that was the case for for Family Guy. I remember that back in the day because that I didn't even I didn't even know about that. it until it was already canceled. Right? Yeah. It, it it like a season like in that first season was like ten episodes, you know. So it was it was like a season and a half. But yeah, it's a lot easier to do something like that with a uh, an animated show because you know. Yeah, no. Everybody looks the same in the animated show. So, you know, if it's off there for five, six years, you know. No real, no real contract issues or anything like that. Right, right. And uh yeah, the 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 person that plays uh, uh Gina Linetti is Chelsea Peretti is her name. And she yeah, she's right. she's married to Jordan Peel. That's who it is. So I just thought that was interesting because I thought, man, this 
this actress here is just fantastic with, uh, you know, I don't know. She may just be that funny. I don't know. She is a comedian, but uh, her lines were, were fantastic in that too. But I, man, I'd hope, I'd hope she would come back, I, but I've, I've enjoyed some shows. Um, of course the office, you had parks and rec Brooklyn nine, nine is, is in there as well now. And uh, I don't, I don't know. We, we just started like kind of, because they haven't had any, any new episodes lately and we just kind of have gone back and you can actually go to, if you go to Netflix, you can actually look uh, when you go into Brooklyn nine, nine, they have a little like a watch list that says like Gina knows or something like that. I guess it's Gina heavy episodes. And so we actually started watching some of those and, and Hey, it was good. It was, it was something I could go back and watch. And uh, that's what I loved about the office. I always felt like I could just go back and jump right into it. And, you know, I could pick where I want to jump into and just, you know, be entertained. And so uh, that's what I've experienced so far with that, uh, that show. So another good show you need to check out is a uh, uh, superstore. Yeah. I, I'm aware of that you, show, but I, I've never watched it at all. You've worked in retail. You will appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, get too close to home. Maybe. I don't know. It, it, it yeah. can. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that is that a uh, is that a current thing or is it done? What where's it stand right now? I I don't okay. know to be honest with you. It's one of those like I'll watch mm-hmm. for about a week. You know, I'll watch a bunch of episodes and then I won't watch it for like six months. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of one of those shows I watch when I have nothing else to watch. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, we yeah, you know, it's, it's it's something you can just kind of pick up. There's no, you know, it's kind of like The Office. There's no continual storyline and you know everything's wrapped up nice pretty in a bow and usually in each episode yeah. but you know it's 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 funny uh of course you know my experience in retail it it does hit home sometimes <laughs> yeah well i'll tell you something we just we just started as a uh after we finished uh family matters as a as a family uh we went back and started full house and so there you go there's a there's another blast from the past <laughs> i believe Hulu has all that TGI Friday. Yep, they do lineup, mm-hmm. with the exception of maybe what Boy Meets World. I don't know if that's. On I haven't there. seen that. Hey, you know, it may be somewhere, but I haven't seen it. But it was it was like what it was Full House, Step, step by, by step, step, Family mm-hmm. Matters, and what was the what was the other? there was another one. Uh, now the precursor to Strange Perfect, Perfect Strangers. No, what's, yeah, Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Yeah, and that was kind of a uh, a precursor to Family Matters. That was that was interesting. I watched a kind of a behind the scenes. Um, I guess it was maybe it was the reunion. I don't remember now uh, for Family Matters when we jumped into that, you know, and uh, found out some information I didn't even know. Uh, the character Harriet on uh, the mom on Family Matters was a uh, uh, was a character, and actually Carl was in there as well or at least one episode in perfect strangers. And she, she operated the elevator, which is what she did at the very beginning of family matters. That was her, that was her job. And so, uh, that was a little, uh, little, uh, I don't know what you call it, but not, not spinoff necessarily. I think they called it a spinoff, but I don't know if you, you can spin off like that. Maybe, maybe you can, because it, right. it took her family, including Carl, and then just made that, made that, uh, even though she wasn't a, I don't think a big character in perfect strangers, but, but she was there. And so, right. but yeah, we, we're, we're about yeah. to, we're diving in, I guess the, the, uh, TGI, TGI Friday. Was that, was that what it called? 
Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, TGI Fridays or or T, TGIF, just TGIF. I think that's okay. what it was. I don't like But it's, I mean, it's, you know, thank God it's Fridays. But uh, yeah, it was, yeah, TGIF. Uh, yeah, TGI Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm hungry. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I got some snacks. I here. know. I've heard. I've heard. I got some good <laughs> snacks. Well, we, uh, man, I, I'll let you jump in if you if you think of another uh, TV show we need to watch. It uh, you had mentioned earlier that a couple of things. It's uh, interesting with the time that we're recording. Uh, number one, a very interesting thing is uh, in the major leagues this year. There are no Hall of Famers picked, and so uh, you don't have. Uh, I guess the top names that, that weren't, uh, weren't included were Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. And of course, uh, especially with Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, you have, uh, you know, the, uh, the PEDs and, and everything hanging over them. And you know, Kurt Schilling, I don't remember all the, you know, the, the negative about him. I, I know, you know, there was a, you know, was the bloody sock, you know, just something he made up or, or whatever. Uh, but what did you hear about this this year with with no Hall of Famers being? Uh, well, I heard like Schilling's more of a. I think there is a little bit of suspect with the PED with him, but I think a lot of his has to stems from like his behavior and attitude off mm. field, you know. Which, yeah, I, I get it, um, but at the same time, I'm more of a. You know, the baseball hall of fame is to I don't know. It's let me just ask you this. Is are you a Pete Rose deserves to be in guy? Yeah. I think I, I think Pete Rose has has served his time. Yeah. You know, I believe that, you know the punishment outweighed the crime in that in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I agree. I agree I, with you. I was just curious. <laughs> I was just curious about that. Yeah, and I think you, you know, know what I read it, with Kurt Schilling. I think was some of the uh fringe fringe things he's done. You know, political things and and stuff like yeah. that. But I also saw then, a statement about you know this is only about you know the major league uh, Hall of Fame here is is only about your performance on the field, which I immediately thought about Pete Rose. <laughs> you know, it's like oh. Right. I mean, unless you're yeah. saying, you know, the whole, the whole betting thing is, you know, that was also on the field. So that's why he's not in, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he, he's, he's the major league hit King. I mean, and he's not in the whole thing. Yeah. You know, he's, he's got a, I mean, he's got a record that few are even going to chance to sniff at, mm-hmm. let alone break, uh, with, today's age you know uh but yeah i think pete rose deserves to be in i really and truly i think bonds and clemens deserve to be in um yes there's the peds but just because you take a performance enhancing drug doesn't mean you don't have to work you know it gives you a little bit of competitive edge yes but Mm -hmm. For sure, you can't say that they were or weren't. Right. You know, there's too there's too much speculation in whether or not they were, you know, taking performance enhancing drugs. Me personally, I 
I figured the chances of them taking it are greater than they weren't taking. Mm-hmm. It. Oh yeah. But at the same time, I don't have any concrete proof. You know, they never failed a drug test. Uh, so you kind of have to go off, off of that. You're going off a, a suspicion of, yeah, I think they were taking it. So I'm not going to vote them in because I think they were cheating. Yeah. Well, you know, even, even going back to, uh, you know, thinking about the black Sox back in 1919 and, you know, you got shoeless Joe Jackson that who's not allowed in as well. And, and they were, they were supposedly guilty of like fixing games and stuff like that. But like shoeless Joe Jackson, I don't remember what his batting average was, but it was like, it it was really good. Yeah. (laughs) There's a, there is a movie, a baseball movie called eight men out. Uh, it's a real good watch. It's about the Black Sox scandal. It's a uh, really good. It's got like uh, it's got John Cusack in it, uh, Charlie Sheen. I mean, this is probably like late eighties, early nineties, and it's it's a pretty good movie. So I I recommend checking that out if you want to know more about the the Black Sox scandal and kind of what went down. Yeah, I just I just pulled that up real quick, and yeah, he in the series that he they supposedly fixed. Uh, shoeless Joe Jackson batted three seventy five. So I guess I don't know. I don't know if it, if if that's a guy trying not to do do something positive, he failed. He's he's just not very good. I don't know. But uh, and see what I think if I remember right with the movie, the way the story went, there was a few players that were were trying to fix the game, mm-hmm. and when. I think the gamblers um, or something to do with the payoff and the payoff was not what was agreed upon to begin with. So several of them were like, you know, heck with you, we're going to go out and try to win it. Mm. So there's a little bit of controversy there. Uh, Like I said, it's been, it's been a few years since I've watched it. So, and I've only seen it a couple of times. So my, you know, it's not one of those movies I've got committed to memory. I just, you know, it was a really good movie though. Yeah. One of the things I, I read on that was, well, you know, he batted worse in the games they lost. Well, that's, that's, that's normal. <laughs> that's a normal occurrence. Right, right. You know, they didn't score as many runs in the games. They like, yeah, well, absolutely. That That's absolutely the case. But, uh, but yeah, that, of course, baseball, we all know has its own, you know, rules and unspoken rules and all these things you got to figure out. And, uh, I even, even my team, the Rangers was it last year. I think it was last year when, uh, I wasn't Tatis. Was it I'm trying to think who hit a grand slam and the game was already, uh, well in hand, but, uh, yeah, I think it was yeah Tatis, Jr. It was Tatis. and, uh, and so, um, a man gets up, you know, against another professional, and he hits a grand slam and and then they've got to they've got to fight about it because the game is all, all already in hand like you should just stop playing or something you know if if we're going to have a run rule I mean let's do that bunt? What'd you say I mean I said what was he supposed to do lay down a bunt I guess you know, you know what? we he's we, a power we did that he's in a high power school hitter. don't we uh, our coach didn't want us to run up the the score and so Instead of it just got way worse. Like there's no good way to not play, you know, and not play to, you know, the level you're supposed to. And so really it comes off. You're thinking, okay, we don't want to, 
we don't want to keep scoring and making make these guys look bad, but actually, you know, putting in less effort makes it look makes us look so much worse <laughs> to me. And that's how it played out. I remember uh, one particular game, and that's how it was. And it was okay. Yeah, it, it actually got a little heated because the the way we were were playing or not playing, and so. Yeah, I just don't, I don't get some of that stuff, but yeah, I I don't know, you know, with Bonds and especially with Bonds and and Bonds suffers because he was absolutely in the limelight. You know, he was, he was the guy and you could see easily his transformation. I mean, even his head looked like it was was just huge compared to where he was. Yeah. Uh, And the Bonds went from like a a 40, 40 guy, you know, 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases to yeah, uh, it's just they, it's just a complete change. Muscle bound free, exactly. It's just complete change, and you know I, uh, that wasn't because he he changed his probiotic. You know, it just it just. I mean, there, there's plenty of reason to be suspicious. You know, and and especially when you're in, uh, you're in the limelight like he was. Now it was a fantastic watch. You know, it, it's one of those things where I remember. Um, Oh, what was the the closer for the Dodgers? Eric, um, help me on that. Uh, what was his name? He was, yeah, Eric Gagne. You could look this up on YouTube, but Eric Gagne and in his prime versus Barry Bonds, and they were just going at it, man. Just uh, Gagne throwing smoke and and uh, and, and then Bond. I mean, just fouling it off, fouling off, fouling off, and then takes him deep. I mean, he was there was there was none better. But then you have, well, why was there none better? You know, why, why was this 40-40 guy who, who used to steal a lot of bases now this guy who could hit, what, 73 home runs? And, uh, right. and, and make it look easy, really. And he, Right. But, I mean, he still had to hit that 100-mile-per-hour fastball. Oh, yeah. That was coming right at him. Yeah. You know, there, there's still skill. You know, he was still a skilled player. Well, that's, you know, why, that's why you don't of, see, uh, you know, uh, a minor league guy you know, blast in 73, you know, it, it's taking those guys who already have that elite ability and giving them, like you said, the extra boost, giving them the extra thing that allows them and some of its recovery. So you can keep working out, getting stronger and all this stuff. And uh, yeah, it, it's not, it's not taking a schlub off the street and, you know, allowing him to hit that hundred mile an hour uh, fastball. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, I'm not, I'm not going to start juicing tomorrow <laughs> and then be in the major leagues next year. You know, right. That's worth a shot, right? You might make some money. Oh, yeah. Go pitch for the Cubs. I think I think I think I think I'll be all right. <laughs> well, the the other thing sports related, we we try not to do too much sports on here because I know you can get that all kinds of other places. But we do have the uh, the Super Bowl coming up, and I think it's been a I think it's well, a fantastic matchup. I I really liked uh, both the AFC and NFC championships as well. I I really enjoyed all the teams involved. So you had uh, the chiefs and the bills and you had the, the Buccaneers and blanking. I'm blanking. Um, uh, well, w- while you blank before we move on completely from baseball, uh, there is a bit of news we did forget to touch on. And that was the, the passing of uh, Hank Aaron. Yeah. Not much to, not much for me yeah. to say about it. You got something you want to say about it? Yeah. I mean, he's, Heck of a ball player, uh, tremendous athlete, tremendous person from what I've been told. Mm-hmm. So, well, he certainly went through yeah, some stuff that, uh, I don't know if I'd had the courage to go through, uh, being a, uh, being a black man in the time that he was and, 
even when he, he breaks the home run record, you got you got a guy coming to celebrate with him, going around the bases, and I mean he he's got to be thinking, you know, is this guy here for for good or evil? You know, right, right, yeah. There was there was several people that did not you know want him to break the record because he was African American, yeah, simply because he was black and his his name wasn't Ruth, right. That's, but anyway, yeah, that's, uh, I appreciate you bringing that up because that, that is a big passing and, uh, just a legend, absolute legend and, and everything. And there was, like I said, just somebody that would, would be able to go through those things. And man, that's, that's tough. You you hope you would handle yourself in a way like, like he did. And, and I don't know, enduring all those things, but I don't know. That's, uh, that'd be tough. Well, we, uh, uh, getting back to to football now, it was the it was the Packers. I, I was blanking on the Packers there, but I liked I liked all four teams. You had the Buccaneers and Packers, and you had the uh, uh, the Chiefs and the Bills. And the Bills really hadn't been uh, good since the the '90s when I was a fan of theirs. While they, you know, creamed everybody in the AFC every year, and then got got creamed themselves in the uh, in the Super Bowl by the Cowboys and whoever else. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I I was it was fun. It was fun rooting for the Bills, even though uh, ultimately they lost to the Chiefs. But we've got this year. We've got Patrick Mahomes, and uh, he's just a I don't know. He's just a likable dude. I I like watching them play, and of course they have a an offense that you just never know what's going to happen. I mean they are they are that explosive. And then you've got first year <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback, first year in Tampa Bay anyway, Tom Brady. And, uh, and so they brought, uh, Gronkowski out of, uh, out of retirement to play tight end. And then you get Antonio Brown who had plenty of problems of his own, but before that was the best receiver in the NFL. And, uh, and he was actually, uh, injured this past game. And so actually, I don't even know if he can play in the Super Bowl, but, uh, but, uh, just a heck of a matchup. What, I mean, how do you see this playing out, man? I do not know. Um, it's hard to pick against Brady with what he's done, uh, especially this year. I mean, he is. They beat, you know, the Saints and then they beat the Packers. Mm-hmm. You know, both teams, I thought, you know, I thought Tampa Bay would, would, would lose to both of those teams. Um, well, that's still that's kind of so the way I it, feel about them going in the Super Bowl. I feel like because right. of, because of the way they have played this year, I mean, they kind of played down to their competition at times, and so right. you know, I I just I don't know. You know, their first meeting was back in in November, November 29th, and the Chiefs won twenty seven twenty four. So you've got a you know a three point spread, but like you said, they beat they beat the Saints. But they played the Saints back in November and lost thirty-eight to three, and so it's kind of like they, they lost to the Saints twice. Okay, okay, I didn't even see, I didn't even notice that, and so it's yeah, kind of like they, they, well, who's yeah. who's showing up? Which team? Yeah, the, I, I see that now. They lost thirty-four to twenty-three back in uh, in September, and so I don't know, man. I, I feel like the you know they whooped the Packers in in October, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like Kansas City is going to take this. I, I am I am just a fan of the game, and I will enjoy no matter who wins this. I, I, I can get on, on board with either either team. I really like the Chiefs, but I think it's cool that, that Brady moved on this year, and, and they've been so successful as well. And I've never been a, a, a Tom Brady fan or anything like that, but 
I think it's cool the way they they put that team together and and here they are in the Super Bowl. And so uh, minus, minus Bill Belichick. So you can't can't give him credit for this one. But uh, I, I feel like right. Kansas City is going to run away with it. They may not. They. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be a runaway. But I, I'm kind of with you. I think Kansas City's Kansas City is a tough team. They've they've got that you know they've got Mahomes. They've got an offense that can score points at will on anybody. But a lot of people, you know, discount their defense. That is a good defense. Um, <clears throat> So I mean, if if any any team can, I mean, shut down Tom Brady, it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, man. Looking looking back at their schedule, you know, at, at some point they they blow out people, and then you know they they beat the Giants twenty five to twenty three. It's like okay, what what I do with that? <laughs> you know what 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 is this? And. uh you know, barely barely beat the Falcons one week and and then blow out the Lions, you know, forty seven to seven. And so it's just like, you know, which team's showing up? And now with you know, uh, without Antonio Brown, you know, I don't know. They've got plenty of they've got plenty of other weapons, but uh, especially wide receivers. Still have Chris Goodwin and Mike Evans. They're they're okay at wide receiver. Oh yeah. Yeah. And of course Gronkowski, you know, he just I pick him up in fantasy football, and uh, as soon as I drop him, like the week, I gave him like five weeks. He did nothing. As soon as I drop him, he starts scoring touchdowns. Like, what the heck, man? Come on. I guess he had to get in, get back in shape from, you know, from laying on the couch or whatever he was doing <laughs> to not be in peak physical shape. But uh, he, he was actually in the, the WWE for a little while. Crazy. <laughs> That's what my, uh, my father-in-law said the other day. He said, yeah, he said, I'm uh, – what did he say? He said, I'm not a Brady fan, but I'm a Gronkowski fan. I said, you can't be a, you cannot be anti Brady and pro Gronkowski. Have you, have you read about the things this guy has said before? <laughs> I won't even, I won't even say them here on a podcast, you know, that, that not a lot of people are going to hear. Just look up, you know, bad things Gronkowski has said, and, and it will make you go, you know, it'll, it'll make you clutch your pearls, <gasps> you know, that type of thing. But, uh, <laughs> but I think he was on uh, the masked singer or something like that. And that's why he liked him. But uh, I don't, I don't think he knew all the, all the other stuff that Gronkowski's done. But uh, anyway, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's, it's coming up. We'll, we'll see, but I, uh, I've just got a feeling that the chiefs will, will handle them. They've got so many weapons. I don't know. I mean, they, they, they've done it once this, this season. We'll see if they can pull it off again. Uh I have got I have got uh, just a thought here, going back to our our shows and everything. Now, did you do you really get into uh, like the TV show, or do you or like a series type thing, or do you really kind of gravitate towards movies? Well, I generally gravitate more towards movies just because I can block out two hours in a week to watch a movie. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's kind of hard to, uh, you know, dedicate like an hour on this day to watch this show or whatnot. You know, it's so, gotcha. it's a little difficult there with the shows, but I mean, with the, you know, the streaming platforms and stuff, it, it's made it a lot easier, you know, where I can go back and 
watch all of a certain show I might have missed. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it, it, it was several years ago, but I binge watched Breaking Bad after it had, you know, wrapped up. And I mean, that was, that was a fantastic show. That's what I, I had uh, my brother in law say that. And we, uh, I think we watched like a couple of episodes and we just didn't. You know, I don't, I don't know if we just didn't jive with it or what, but I don't, I don't even remember now, but uh, I've heard, I've heard people say that's a fantastic show. Uh, now we've done a lot of talking about movies and did a little bit of talking about football, but, uh, got any good football movies or shows? Let me think. You know, of course the, the, the classic is remember the Titans. I mean, that's, that's good for. <laughs> That's good for all time. You're talking about, you know, race relations, you know, people, people fighting together, uh, all, all kinds of things like that. That's probably my favorite. I, I'm just trying to think, you know, then you go back to something like, you know, if you want a comedy, you go to, you know, the longest yard or, you know, the original or the remake Burt Reynolds in either one. Uh, I think I prefer the original over the remake remake but you know i'm not saying i hate the uh-huh. remake you know i like it i enjoyed it but to me if i'm going to watch one of them i'm i'm, I'm going to watch the older one mm, okay uh, to be honest with you what, i don't know if i've seen the older one i'm trying to remember it's a i'd have to i'd have to watch it again to see if it was familiar to me i'm surprised you didn't watch it at my house i may have i mean i just don't, don't remember that was one of dad's go was it okay but uh one of my favorites, and I watched it the other night for the first time in a long time, but uh, Necessary Roughness. Man, I remember that name, but I don't remember I don't remember the movie. The the uh, Texas State Fighting Armadillos. Yes. Uh-huh. Scott Bakula. I think I, yeah, I think I remember even the like the uh the cover art for that. It was like the it, it was kind of like the major league of football. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I recognize that. You know, Scott Bakula. Yep. Well, and then which, which one was, um, Oh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, ended up invincible. invincible. Yeah. 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 We've watched that in the last couple of years or so. I think another, another one that I like that a lot of people didn't, I wasn't very, you know, acclaimed was, but, uh, was draft day. Have you ever watched that with Kevin Costner? uh, Yes. I think I have. It's not, it's not a football in the sense that they're playing football, Mm -hmm. but it's in the, you know, it's basically the GM and it's centers around. That's on Netflix. Is the draft. Uh, it's it. I've seen it on like voodoo and uh, several other Netflix. Yeah, because you got Jennifer Garner in there. I'm like all of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we sat down and watched that. Like me and my wife one day. Yeah, I remember that now. Of course, you've got you know like the Blind Side and and stuff like that. But yeah, Invincible was one that uh, one that we watched and kind of you know Invincible kind of fit in with you know when we talked about our baseball movies way back when this podcast started. You know some of those those baseball movies were kind of set around the, the, the same kind of premise. You know, we've got a guy trying to make the league and then, uh, you know, that kind of deal. But yeah, I enjoyed that one as well. Yeah. My, my go-to is remember the Titans. It's just, it's just a good movie. Den- Denzel does a fantastic job no matter what. He does. 
It is. That's a, that's a, that's a, that is a fantastic movie. Um, but another one of my favorites is uh, The Replacements. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. With Gene Hackman and Keanu Reeves. And that, that's, that's, a, that's a, you know, more of the silly, uh, as you can see, like with my three, it's been more comedy based, but, uh, or well, three of mine that uh, we've talked about, been more comedy based. But, you know, those were, you know, those were like, those are like my three that I'll, I'll go to mm-hmm. three or four. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know. We can, we can get and do a whole, uh, do a whole episode on oh, that. Yeah. I, I say, I, I'm running through my head. I'm talking like <laughs> any given Sunday as well. And the program, you know, gridiron gang, you know, there's, there's so many of them, but yeah. Well, that's uh, maybe, maybe we need to do that sometime. Maybe right after the Super Bowl. I don't know. But, uh, but anyway, that's, uh, man, that's do our, do our top five that will turn into probably like a top eight. Oh yeah. Well, for you, it will. Here's my, here's my number five. And I have three of them for that. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, a tie's a tie. That's right. Well, man, that's all I had for this episode. Do you have anything to add before we, before we wrap this up? Well, uh, just kind of on a completely different subject than what we've been discussing. Uh, I ran across a, a band, uh, and they had a YouTube video and it was just popped up in, you know, that something you may like. And so I clicked on it. It was a cover. They were doing a cover of uh, stairway to heaven and, uh, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, kind of looked at the band and these these guys are, they're like early, they're early twenties, late teens. I mean, they won like the battle of the bands at the rock and roll hall of fame, like two years in a row. Mm. And then like we're in the finals for the third year, but lost to another band. But anyway, they have a, uh, they have a girl lead singer. Um, but I mean, she has amazing vocals. It's called first to 11. And, uh, check them out on YouTube. Uh, like I said, I haven't seen any original songs that they've done, but they've done, there's like several covers that they've done and they've all, they all sound good. I mean, they're worth giving a listen to. There you go. Have to check them out as well. I, you know, I, I used to uh, call myself a Metallica fan when we were teenagers and I was, uh, I was listening to Spotify just the other day. I did not know that they came out with a, uh, uh, another S and M, uh, album with the, the San Francisco orchestra. I had no idea that I, that I, happened. I, I kind of, I kind of lost my Metallica fandom with uh St. Anger, that album. Oh yeah. I mean, there were reasons to, I, to lose that. And that, of course that's been a long time ago now. And they, I think they shifted some, but that, yeah, that was cool. And, and a flashback yeah. really to, you know, you've got this, this, uh, this rock band with a, with an orchestra with it. And it's, it's pretty cool, pretty cool dynamic. But yeah, I was actually impressed with, uh, with some of the things they, they added in there and some of the songs I didn't even know they had, you know, because they were newer, right. newer than St. Anger. <laughs> I'm sure. Right. But, uh, yeah. The, there were the, the album out the well, I think it was called death magnetic or something like that. Mm-hmm. The album after St. Anger. I, I remember listening to it. Uh-huh. It was like, okay, I like this better, but I'm still not sold on 
this new Metallica. Yeah. Which yeah, they kind of went through an identity crisis, I think. <laughs> I think they kind of shifted around and weren't sure they wanted to go back to their old type of sound. And though, though the fans well, wanted that, you know, and so you got St. Anger and then, yeah, just kind of shifted, I guess. But Well, you had all the 80s fans who wanted them to go to sound back like the 80s. And yeah. then you had all the 90s fans who wanted them to stay the same. And then, right. you know, St. Anger was like 2000. So they, you know, it's... That was more in that late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. you know, fandom with Metallica. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely the sound changed over there. And, and of course, I, you know, uh, because of our age, you know, it was it was mid 90s, you know, when we when I right. you know found out about Metallica and, and all of that. So, right. yeah, that's that's been a while. now. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't in kindergarten jamming out to Metallica, <laughs> by the way. Just, you know, I'm just saying that's the time frame that they were right. their music that I I like late eighties to mid nineties. Uh huh. Give me fuel. Give me fire. That's it. Well, that's uh, man, that's uh, I think that's enough time. We've gone over a little over an hour today and uh, thanks again for everyone to, uh, uh, for listening. I know we've kind of yo-yoed back and forth on some things and, and hopefully uh, through all of our, you know, incessant rambling, <laughs> you found something entertaining and, and hopefully uh, uh, maybe even some, uh, some things to check out and, uh, want to again thank uh, we last episode we had a giveaway uh, of a Christmas album from the Kyle Thurman band and and Ryan and Teresa won those and I heard from Teresa and she really enjoyed that album so we're we're certainly glad that they would participate and and get those and and uh, I just didn't check with Ryan uh, or I will but uh, but anyway again thank you guys for for checking in with us on Facebook and and everything and thank you for listening. Uh, For Jamie, I am John. Hey, we'll check you out later. Uh, And uh, Jamie, do you have anything to add? Stay safe, be healthy. 